Hello and welcome back to A Better World. This is your host, Mitchell J. Rabin, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Today we're going to have a very interesting show. We'll be talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart and has been for, well, honestly, decades, and that is ancient Chinese wisdom, essentially Taoist wisdom, that has been on the planet for thousands of years, and it shows up in so many ways, from the food to the music to the meditation practices, all the way, of course, to the exercise. And that's what we'll be focusing on primarily today. Taiji Chuan, of course, is one of the main expressions of this ancient, ancient way of maintaining health and actually also realizing what we call spiritual awakening and enlightenment. And Qigong is yet another one of those ways in which this happens. And to discuss this with me today is really one of the formidable masters of Qigong, which is no one other than Master Robert Pang. And I am slow, if not loath, to use that word master when it comes to these matters because so many people bandy about the word rather lightly and loosely. But not in this case. I've known Robert since pretty much he's come to New York some years back from Australia and before that, of course, from China itself. And he has got one of the most extraordinary stories of his own past life, his childhood of being raised uh, in a small little village in China, way back in the woods, if you will, and uh, under the tutelage of a teacher. So I'll be back to you in a moment, hear a little music, and voila. As said, it's always nice to have a touch of Beethoven in the midst of everything. And we were just having a little bit of a technical glitch right there, and we have resolved the matter quickly. So as I was saying, uh, Robert Pang brings an entire universe of experience to the practice of Qigong, having really done it for his entire life under the tutelage, as I also mentioned, of a of a master teacher himself in a most unusual way. And Robert will share with us a little bit of his own personal history, his own personal narrative. And But we want to let everyone know that when you hear this, you'll be moved almost to tears, although we're not going to emphasize the story as much as what's going on right now, which is the opportunity to study with Robert online. He's got a very popular online online Qigong course where people are uh, tuning in and practicing and learning from beginner, from novice, all the way to you know intermediate and advanced. It's not about that at all, but about learning to follow the rules and the instructions of the practice under Robert's tutelage from wherever you are in the comfort of your own living room. And uh, Robert's been doing this now for a few years, and it's a a very powerful way of communicating uh, his resources and his energetic transmission, if you will, to the students. So, Robert Pang, welcome back to A Better World. A pleasure to have you, my friend. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Thank you. 
well, last Absolutely. time was more than 10 years ago <laughs> when we were having Oh, interviews. my word. We did uh, A Better I'm World fine. TV when you first yeah. came to New York. And uh, I had what a wonderful time that was. And it's long yeah. overdue, Robert, that we have you on again. And uh, But it's at a very <laughs> wonderful moment at the beginning of uh, 2019. Um, are we entering, what is it, the year of the pig also? Yeah, yes, it's year of the pig. Actually, uh, in a few days, it will be Chinese New Year. Exactly, exactly. So we're mm. we're starting to celebrate a little early here on A Better World and, uh, by having <laughs> you on. I'd love to, I was just telling everyone about the course that you offer online that people, if mm. you are interested, you can just go to our website, www.abetterworld.tv, abetterworld.tv, and you'll see a photograph of Robert right there, right smack in the center. Just click through, and all the information is there for registering online. And uh, it's something I think you guys will really want to do. I'm going to be taking it, that's for sure. I've studied with Robert before. I have had a real taste of what that's like. And so I'm really looking forward, Robert, to doing this again. So... (laughs) You've been masterful in your teaching over the years. You've really achieved such a level, and uh, it's really an honor and a privilege to be able to take this class with you. Would you give our audience, Robert, a little bit of a a sense of your own background? It's just such a story. Mm -hmm. And then we'll move right into some of the, uh, the details and specifics of the practice of Qigong itself. So... You okay. you were born in Hunan province, um, eating yes. well from an early age, actually. Um, wonderful, good <laughs> Chinese food. Um, and yeah. so just share with us a little bit of the unique story of what you were going through back then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, my practice is called Qigong. I think everybody uh, have heard that uh, Mitchell mentioned that. Um, but I... I I started when I was very little, yeah, when I was eight years old. Before that, I was okay, but then uh, I got very sick. Like, the the sick was, I still don't know what it's that called, but the symptom is that when I run, or especially when I jump from a higher place to the lower place, I have excruciating uh, chest pain. Sometimes it's just so painful that I may pass out. So I went to the doctor, yeah, and my ma- my mother, you know, brought me to the doctor one after another. It's just getting worse. So in the end, the doctor gave me the best prescription. <laughs> he said, "Yes." Well, was it a Chinese doctor? Done. Was it a was it a Chinese Western practitioner, doctor. or was it a Western <laughs> <No>. medical doctor <laughs> in China? Western medical doctor. Western, yeah, in okay. China actually, Western medicine is in the dominant position. Strange enough, yeah. yeah. Yes. So when we yeah. uh, got sick, we went to the doctor. Then he said, he told my mother, well, your son need to um, have a break. He should quit school and stay at home rest. I said, wow. Oh, my. Prescription. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> so I stayed at home. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was wrong because only one day I get bored to death, you know. Because there's nobody there. Because when it's school time, people went to school or adults went to work. Younger one, they went to kindergarten. I was the only one. I was the only one. Oh. So it's very bored. Yeah. Well, a long story because I don't think we have too much time. It's, I was so bored and I began to explore out. But not too far right. from my home was a boiler room. A, t- a boiler room. Yeah, a, a resort hotel. Then I went to the boiler room. And over there, I met my master, who is a boiler room attendant at that time. <laughs> Nobody knew yeah. he was, uh, uh, he was a, a high a senior monk from deep mountain. We call it uh, Xiang, uh, Xiangxi Mountain. Yeah. And, uh, but not everybody just knows oh, he's a very kind person. So that's how I met him. I went there and watched the fire and made friends. And he healed me. And then he began to teach me martial arts first, then the Qigong, yeah, then the Qigong. And as I said, nobody knew he was, he, he was a legendary healer. 
and uh, a, a powerful martial artist. So from him, with him, I, I learned almost every single day for nearly 10 years. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah, about 10 Gosh. years. And yes. Until the end of Cultural Revolution, you know, the Cultural Revolution at that time was high peak when I met him. Then when the Cultural Revolution finished, we uh, he returned to the monastery. So uh, so I began to visit him twice a year, and at that time I began to shift my attention from martial art to the healing art. So he said, "You need to uh, uh, purify your energy to be a healer." So he put me on a water fast for 100 days, just pure. And water. how old were you at yeah. that point? I was, I finished my junior high school, about 14 years old, 14 and a half. Boy, uh, that young. And it, it was young, <laughs> yeah. And it was this long time. Oof. We call it 100 days. 100 days, actually, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's less than 100 days. Uh, the first uh-huh. 20 days, I have three jujube a day. But after 20 days, it's just the water. And it is at the basement of the... Uh, of the temple, I peace out. The only light I a Buddhist temple is incense. Hmm? I'm sorry. A Buddhist temple. A Buddhist temple. Yeah. A yes. Buddhist temple. It is deep in the mountain. I have to hike. Like I have to do uh, eight hours train. Then uh, I wait, and then two two, uh, two hours bus. Then I have to hike five hours. Together, literally about two days to get to wow. the monastery at that time. Gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a different life, right? I'm sorry? It's a different life. It is, well, it is the, it is the life than what we have life. here in the United States, where it takes days to get somewhere. It's <laughs> radically different than our lives yeah. today in the United States, for instance. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'll be, maybe now nowadays it's it's quicker because the expressway. At that time, it's all local train. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's a different life. It's a different way of being altogether oh, exactly. than what we have today in the Western cultures. So it's a different mindset altogether as well. That's true. Well, it was very poor at that time, but you feel uh, much richer yeah, inside, much richer inside, yes. especially together with him. Yeah, it is like um, yes. uh, I cannot imagine without the experience with him what my life will be. Because now I'm yeah. leading a life quite spiritual, but meanwhile, you have to be down to the earth. Yeah, and uh, that's how I learned from him. Yes, of course. So then what was that experience like for you, Robert, to have, you know, gone from ordinary life in some way as a back in the villages of China to this kind of intense inner work that comes from fasting and meditating for that duration? Well, it is. Uh, it is a few life's experience, I can say. Because, you know, ordinary life, yeah. we, we have all that feelings. You have the feeling of happy, you have feeling of joy, you have feeling of sadness, uh, worry, you know, anger, or pain, or itchiness, all those kind of feelings uh, making our life. Yeah. But yes. during this 100 days water fast, all this experience will go to extreme, thousand times more stronger than you have in ordinary life. Oh, like in amplified life. experience. Yeah. Amplified, right. Yeah, it's everything you, like, you know, the, the physically the most one, for me, the most difficult is itchiness. You feel it's like a million ants are biting you, uh, and, and you just totally non-exist. It's, it's until you begin to surrender. It's like, well, I gave up. I surrender. I'm gonna die. I die with it. Go through the hell. Then yeah, the yeah, the Nevada. Yes, all this perfect peace begin to arise when you totally forget yourself. Then after this, when this part is cleared, then some other things coming. 
Yeah. Until yeah. everything, that everything is clear, you begin to feel like don't exist, but you feel so real, so real. Yes. You don't want to return. My breathing isn't even uh, is stopped, not really stopped. Like normally we do four or five times a breath during the breathing. Uh, uh, we do three or four times breath a minute. But um, at that time, my breathing maybe is two or three times an hour. So we call it smoke yes. dead person. Mm. That's yes, 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 yes. All your bodily systems slowed down so profoundly. You were, you know, we can use a little science today, that your, your brain waves were at an all-time very slow rhythm that what we call today deep theta or delta waves, which is where mm-hmm. also we get the greatest regeneration of the body mind as well so you were consciously in that state ongoingly amazing mm-hmm. yeah yeah because what my master described is he said well normally when we practice qigong we have three uh stages one is purification like you know it's including your mental and physical purification or your anger or you yes. sadness or emotions when it is not in a good pathway, it is also need to be purified. So when that yes. is purified, then your energy are concentrated very easily. Then you don't consume your energy too much. That's why you take right. one breath for a long yeah. period of time. Yeah, and uh, that's why you know Doctor uh, Ox is saying you want to live a hundred years old, practice in Qigong. Well, that's true yeah. because. Oh, uh, well, that's right, that's right. And, and <laughs> eat very little and drink a lot of water. That's <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or don't eat at all. <laughs> right, or don't yeah. eat at all, right. Mm. Yeah. But the amazing thing that's is not going to happen. After all this, yeah, when it's, all purif- or the, when it's purified and energy concentrated, then the third stage is that your potential power Reduced yourself. Yeah, in my master's words, he said, everybody is a gold mine, meaning we're bound rich of energy. But the problem is that it's like the cells of a brain. When we're bound rich, then we're dying rich. But during this period of time, you're poor because you're not using fully of what you have. So mm-hmm. when your energy are concentrated easily, your potential power can be much more manifested to you, then uh, your your position energy can review in either in the way of healing or the way of wisdom or very vital or clairvoyance. All these kind of potential abilities can be developed in one direction or the others. Yes. Yes. Then for me, it's uh, it's the healing part because I begin to feel the buzzing energies in my hands, like uh, like electrified. So yeah. later, when I touch the people, they feel it's like electricity. Oh, did I did I do some treatment on you? You feel that? I don't remember. I, I work on you or not? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna so, just say I'm just gonna report in that I know myself personally <laughs> because when you and I first met ten or so years <laughs> ago. You did a yeah. healing session on me, and I remember it was almost like not quite being plugged into a wall socket, but the electrical activity coming from your hands to my body was very real. It was substantial, and I went, oh, my God, <laughs> I get it, Robert, I get yeah. it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but please so go through, on. Please go on through the fingertips. Like it's more the guidance of my, uh, obviously the tool uh, uh, through my energy channel. I, I transfer from my fingertips and go through your energy points, and yes. I can lead it to anywhere that you need to have the healing. I can, I can from you uh, in the middle of the eyebrows. We call it the, the, the entrance of the third eye. Then I can lead yeah. it to your liver, lead it to your. Uh, kidneys to balance the energy over there. So that's how I'm yes. doing the healing yes. all my life now. And also I'm teaching yes. uh, my students to do the healing too. 
So that's uh, that's sure. briefly how uh, I, I I learned from the master. And well, he he passed away in 1985. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he chose to death because you know even just like uh, uh, ten days before he passed away, I visited yeah. him in the monastery. He's totally fine, no oh. problem. Oh. And then when I started my new school, and I got a telegram from my one of his disciples, he's gone. So yeah. I went back. He 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 finished his life by sitting there. You know, there's a way to stop everything in this life, and um, yeah. But before before he passed away, the last time we visited him, he talked a lot, and he mentioned that he said, "Well, no matter what you're going to major, you should go to the university, meaning you should have a high education." Then, yes. uh, then I said, "Well, uh, what should I major?" I I love English, so I majored English for four years, and that oh. helped me now because uh, yeah. I know there's a lot of big Chico masters, but uh, not too many Chico masters who's quite developed can yeah. express uh, in the world so easily. So before I was not thinking about it, but the more I've been here in America, in Australia for seven years, then America now I'm overseas for twenty years. The more yeah. I recall, then I know my master is pointing the way that I have a mission for the world. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is yeah. mm, is to is to spread this wisdom of ancient China and big healing. Yeah. So uh, yeah. so yeah. now I begin to teach more and more, and uh, we have you know people from around the world, and uh, they 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 get from all different walks of life and different levels of achievement, which I'm very very happy. <laughs> To tell my yeah. master that uh, uh, I'm not making him disappointed. Exactly, exactly. Or disappointing yourself because you have <laughs> been infused with part of his transmission to you was, of course, you know, uh, psycho spiritual, if you will. And it was mm. a sense of purpose and a sense of mission that you have been. Mm. Fulfilling ever since. Yes, thank you, thank you. You are you, you are so yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Abukachi, mm. my pleasure. Mm. <laughs> of course, because that's my experience of you having known you for for all of these years. You know, as a yeah. friend, a colleague, and as my my qigong teacher. You know, so mm. one of them. You know, of course, Michael Wynn is another one, and. Uh, uh, yeah. The Earth, Mother Earth, is my other one. So I'm in good company yeah. with all three of you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm awed, and I've, of course, heard the story before. You shared it with my audience on A Better World TV, you know, back some mm. ten years ago, and you then wrote with my our mutual dear friend. Rafi Nasser, a book on the subject of your past, and it's become, you know, yeah. a hit among people who mm-hmm. care about these things. And I, mm-hmm. I would just like to say, Robert, that I, I feel that um, in many ways you are continuing the living legacy of the wisdom of ancient China. And it's hard for even the modern Chinese to understand. I've, I've been in China a couple of times, in fact, with our, our mutual friend and Dharma brother, Michael mm-hmm. Wynn, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was very acutely aware of what I knew from knowledge, from experience in meditation in Qigong and Tai Chi Chuan and uh, and my study of Chinese medicine and acupuncture and in contrast to what the young kids in China know today and they knew almost nothing about their own rich past and I think that's probably true for countries around the world they don't really appreciate just like a hero is rarely appreciated 
in his own home or village, so too the richness of the culture is not necessarily appreciated by the younger generations. But to me, you are truly um, embodying and advancing the wisdom of ancient China. And most people just don't realize that this was a truly, mm. in so many ways, and not all, because mm. there, I don't think there's one culture on the planet that has been completely enlightened. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Maybe the Hunza people in the Himalayas are among the closest because mm-hmm. their own population was so limited. But if you're talking about mm. hundreds of thousands or millions of people, your uh, probability of collective mm. enlightenment is going down commensurately. I'll just put it that way. That is mm. not possible, but it's very, very unlikely. But for those people like yourself, keeping this mm. rich tradition of, I, I'm always amazed, and I'd love to hear what you have to say about the phenomenon mm. of, you know, uh, Taoist teachers or Taoist practitioners, let's just say, in the woods, Mm. in the forest, mimicking the uh, movements of animals and the sounds Mm. of animals and the postures of animals, and of course this becoming Mm. an integral part Mm. of the practices of Qigong and Tai Chi Chuan, and that they were able then the next step to pierce into and peer into their own subtle energy systems to be able to identify the channels known, of course, as the meridians of tracking where they really are in the body and being able to identify where the actual physical organs were. I mean, I'm talking about 5,000 years ago. You know, where we have the Yellow Emperor's, you know, manual on, on Chinese medicine. So what are, your, what are your comments and thoughts about that? Well, the, uh, it, it is all insightfulness. I think uh, when, first, when you, you mentioned about, you know, now China actually has changed a lot. And a lot of young people, they yes. don't really pressure what we have had traditionally such a rich culture. And yes. it's the same like uh, everywhere, you know, you, you go to India, you, you think everybody practicing yoga? No. You go to China, you no. think everybody is a Kung Fu master or the practice is Qigong? No. <laughs> Not Actually, at all. In China, we have more McDonald's now in China than in America. So this kind of external signs are taking dominant of what we are supposed to be more inward so at that time, ancient time, you mentioned, you know, Yellow Emperor, 5,000 years ago, when we have not so much external vehicles to, to know the world, yes. we are more turning internally through meditations and getting sightless and find yes. all these meridians. Well, think about meridians. Even now, the most advanced machine still couldn't test what meridian is really is. Because the meridian yes. go with the breathing. Meridian go with the life. You know, when, when, when the acupuncturists introduced in Western world in America you know, uh, nearly 100 years ago, they, they think, yeah. oh, it is nerve because if you like pinching nerve. No, nerve you can find it through anatomy, but meridian, no. Yeah, when you're That's dead, right. the, the, the meridian finishes. Yeah, it is like uh, the, uh, the, the airline from New York to Washington, from New York to Paris. <laughs> Is that yeah. airline, does that, does that airline exist? You can say it doesn't exist, but it exists as long as you have the flight goes through that. Yes, the yeah. meridian exists as long as you have breathing and life. And that yeah. cannot be tested by any machine only through the live body's inside meditation and they put it down. The same is the Qigong. Yeah, the same is the Qigong. And... Why, you know, our sages, the ancients can, uh, can invent, you know, five animals or different exercises, including the one I'm going to talk about, you know, this Jing, all these exercises, and make it work. The simple movement are much more powerful and beneficial and healthy and than the jogging now, you know, uh, 
Paisley yes. Chan the same, you know, all this uh, subtle movement, but internally cause such beautiful coordination of, the, of, 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 of your body, mind, spirit, then even a blink of eyes can cause huge, huge, tremendous energy release and connections. Yeah. So mm. that is oh, that's beautiful. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's amazing. That's such an that interesting way of thinking about it. Mm. Yeah. 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 You know what? Let's let everybody know that you are listening to A Better World with Mitchell J. Rabin. We are on every Wednesday on radio, uh, sometimes like today at 4 o'clock, sometimes at 5 o'clock, sometimes at 6 o'clock. But because really all of you listen, most all of you, uh, in archive, uh, we can do it anytime, and in fact, we do. So. Uh, please also know that we have a weekly newsletter at www.abetterworld.net or .tv. It's free, uh, and you just sign up for it right there, and you can learn about who our guests will be on A Better World Radio and on A Better World TV, which is on in Manhattan every Monday evening at 7 p.m., you can watch it either on the airwaves in Manhattan directly on television or through our website. Again, if you go to the upper right-hand corner and simply click on click to watch at that time, better to go there a few minutes before 7 because uh, sometimes the connectivity isn't uh, absolutely optimal and click through where it says watch here or watch live and uh, Tune in, and you can watch it from anywhere in the world. Talking about anywhere in the world, I want to just take a moment to say that uh, Robert Pang is offering an online course, and he'll be talking about that next and what the meaning of Qigong is, and we're going to kind of get into the subtler aspects of this ancient practice. I mean, I could actually even call it an ancient wisdom practice because it's a totally integrated practice of mind and body because that's the way the Chinese did everything back then. In fact, all the ancient cultures, Robert just mentioned India, it was always understood as one system, not as separate. Uh, That only happens Mm -hmm. later on in the Cartesian and then Western medical environment where they sort of misunderstood things a bit, but uh, in any event, uh, we have this course to offer, and if you're interested in taking it, we've got people from all over the world that are tuning in, right, Robert, who come and take the class because yeah. it's online, yeah. so people yeah. stand in no, their living room, no, no. whether that's in the Himalayas yeah. or that's in Tokyo or anywhere in the world, and can um, practice along with all of us under the guidance and tutelage of Robert Pang. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this, Robert. Could you, and and just for (laughs) signing up, if you'd like, just go to abetterworld.tv, and it's right smack in front of you. You see a beautiful photograph of Robert, and just click through where it says register now, and voila, you will be there. I'm sorry, please uh, Mm -hmm. speak what you wanted to share. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. Well, yes. So uh, this online course is uh, is 14 weeks. Uh, it is called uh, a pra- mainly teacher practice called uh, Yi Jing Jing. Yeah. Well, so we would say. And what, what does that mean? Jing? What is the definition yeah. of that? Yeah, Yi Jing Jing. Uh, you know, Yi Jing, Yi Ching. Yeah. Of course. It's the book of change. Yeah. So these yeah. are two words. Yi Jing Jing are three words. The first word and last words are the same as Yijing, but in the middle is Jin, meaning sinew, tendon. Yeah. Sinew, right. Got it. The, uh-huh. Yeah. That literally means that, but it's more than that. It's, it's change, through, the, it's a classical practice to change your tendon, yeah. your fascia, your, 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 your connective tissues, and making your whole body holding as one piece. You know, we, we, we think away in one piece, but actually when we're getting older, you get up, you run, you walk, your leg is far away behind energetically. So you're yeah, not in one piece. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. This uh-huh. exercise uh, was introduced uh, by, the Bodhi, by, by uh, Bodhidharma, you know, Bodhidharma. Yes, sure. He's, he's Who brought Buddhism to, the, yeah. to China. 
Yeah, he's the founder of Zen yeah. Buddhism. Yeah, everyone knows he's yeah. founder of Zen Buddhism, but it's and when Chan, other things. Chan and yeah. Zen, yes, exactly. Chan, yeah, right. Chan. He's yeah. also the, actually, he's also the first uh, master who taught the martial monk in Shaolin Temple. Oh, you know, when yeah. he visited Shaolin Temple, you know, before before he visited, there's already many school of Buddhism, and he went to the Shaolin Temple, and then he find uh, the monks are very ill. They're quite disabled physically. Some of them are even handicapped because they are following uh-huh. one of the school who doesn't um, who doesn't take care of their body well. They think the body is just a smelly corpse. You know, they don't take care. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. We don't take uh-huh. care. We just want to have enlightenment. We just want to have spirituality. So they said meditate all day long, and then they disabled. Then yeah. the uh, Bodhidharma's idea is, is, is uh, my idea is different. Yeah, you should have a good spirituality, but you should have good container to hold your spirituality. That's yes, the body, right. right. <laughs> so exactly. he began to teach them uh, the practice. Then within a few months, they are totally transformed. Totally transformed. Yeah. And that is the Yijing. That's the first ever exercise he taught, uh, Yijing, changing wow. tendon and fascia. And, oh, so it really uh, and goes back to, to that point. It's that historical. Yeah. 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 And you must have uh, seen a lot of demonstrations of Shaolin martial monks. They even have Oh sure. Uh, they even have uh shows all around the world like you know the 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 yes. uh, uh, the, the circus of the sun souls and uh they have whole stage shows. All of them can trace back to the very beginning when he began to teach them. Then they begin to develop with many skills. They call they have seventy two special skills in Shaolin Martial Monk. And among wow. them, the top, the very first one is this one, Yi Jing. This is the base for all the other practices. Without this, you cannot build higher because this is like a very solid basement they should have. Uh, the base yeah, you should exactly. have, building the highest grade. Well, tell, tell, so, tell the audience hmm. what they would be uh, learning um, first of all, mm. you know what? I, I'm so glad you defined that, the Yi Ji Jing. And now, could you uh, also define, you and I use the phrase Qigong all the time, but mm. many of our listeners may not know what that is. And so, uh-huh. would you define that? And then let's look at what kind of benefits people could uh, possibly uh, experience because so many people are suffering from so many things, some explained, some not, some diagnosed, some not, and even things that are diagnosed are not necessarily healable through ordinary conventional medical means. So let's go step by step (laughs) if you wouldn't mind. First of all, what is the definition of Qigong? Yeah. Well, qigong are uh, two words. One is qi, another is gong. Yeah. Sure. Qi, Q-I. Yeah. Sometimes it's spelled as C-H-I. Actually, more yeah. uh, before it's spelled That's what I use. Now it's spelled <laughs> yeah. Q-I. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. Uh, well, actually, there's another word called tai chi. Actually, tai chi. Yeah, indeed. Tai chi's qi is different from qigong. So it's totally different words, although they yeah. they miss pronounce the same. That's too much yeah. too far. Let me say, qi is a life force. Yeah, it's a life force. Yes. It's energy floating inside of us. Not only, but more broadly, everything is made of the qi. Yeah, that is the most yeah. essential energies that make everything as it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for human beings, we have three big energy centers. One is uh, inside the head, you know, and uh, the concentration there is called Dan Tian, D-A-N-T-I-A-N. Mm-hmm. Dan Tian is the concentration of the qi inside your head. And when your energy here, your upper Dan Tian, your upper Dan Tian, inside your head is strong and healthy, you feel wise. You feel like when you do something, you're guided. It's like you have good GPS inside the head. 
and mm-hmm. uh, all your life is like there's the guidance to tell you when you're going to turn red and the right, when you're going to turn left, and when you're going to go straight. So you're guided when your energy are strong and healthy there. When it is weak, then you feel very confused. You know, all do things wrong or in the wrong time or wrong ways. So there's one type of chi more associated with wisdom, more concentrated inside the center of a head. Someone call it third eye, right? In my understanding, mm-hmm. it, is, it is not third eye. It should be called first eye. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah, because yeah. all the eyes, the ears, you know, the, the skin, the lips, all these are the extensions of your upper dantian or third eyes to collect information. Then inside here, they begin to process to give you good analysis energetically, not logically. Yeah. So there's yes. one energy complex. Another energy complex is in the center of our chest. We call it middle dantian, middle dantian. So when the energy here is strong and healthy, you feel loving and you feel loved. You feel loved. Yeah, it's like you have a Buddha heart, always compassionate, always likes to help people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but when uh, when that energy is weak there, then that Buddha heart becomes a fragile glass heart, broken very easily mm-hmm. and getting hurt easily. So when chi here is weak, then you feel uh, people feel more sad, more uh, depressed, or very hard to, 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 to control the emotions. And uh, so that's the middle heart. And the extension are the two arms. Yeah, are the two arms for this middle dantian. You know, when we meet an old friend, uh, your dear friend, well, Mitchell, you, you and I, if we meet together, when, what do we do? We hug each other, right? That's Why right. Why do you want to hug? Because right. that is the extension heart of to your loving chi. Yeah, heart to heart. Exactly. Through the arms. You, know, you don't hug me with your legs. You kick me with your that's legs. Right. You know, that's right. Because <laughs> they work that's differently. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so exactly. that's the little Dantian, the whole chi, different chi, uh, the chi of loving and feeling loved. You know, you know some people, they, um, um, they, they like especially some mother, they, they sacrifice a lot and then they feel the, the, the blame on their children. I love you so much, but, you know, you, you in turn, you don't love me at all. But, but this still shows the imbalance of loving chi here because whenever yeah. you... If if it is balanced and it, it, uh, healthy, well, and the, the the sending love and receiving love it happens at the same time. You don't feel depleted yeah. when you are sending love with chi. Yeah, so that's the middle dantian. Then in the lower torso, three fingers below navel, there's an entrance there goes to the center of the lower torso. There, the whole energy is a vitality. So when the chi is strong there. Then you feel vital. You feel like uh, always like to move. You feel charismatic. It's like a ju- you feel like a juicy fruit. <laughs> Just feeling <laughs> charming. <laughs> charming uh-huh. people with good energy. They they are they look you know healthy. They look handsome. They look sexy, and yeah. also they have good birth power and sexual power, right? Because yeah. over there we also call it external. Sexual organs, yeah. The lower mm-hmm. torso is external sexual organs. So they host mm-hmm. the energy of the youth, they host the yeah. energy of birth power, they host the energy of sexual power, and they give you very strong energy to make things happen, manifestations. Yes, yes. And of course, the extension are your two legs. You're getting the earth chi from your two legs, making yes. more grounded. So the lower dandelion chi is also grounding, mothering. Grounding chi are connected over there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then there's another. So what is the center. kong? What is the mm. kong of the chi kong? Kong uh, is spelled as C O N G, or spelled nowadays called G O N G. We call it kong. Kong actually means kung fu. Kung fu. You know kung fu. Okay, well, <laughs> you have to explain yeah. that in English. You can't <laughs> yeah. define it yeah. with another kung Chinese fu. word. <laughs> <laughs> kung fu, you know. Or idiogram uh, for that oh, matter, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, 
you know, now when they say Kung Fu, everybody associates with the martial arts, right? Actually, originally, Kung Fu doesn't mean that. Kung Fu means a, a period of time, a period of dedicated time. Yeah. You can say, it takes me two hours of Kung Fu to finish writing this article. Yeah. It took me 20 years of Kung Fu to build this bridge. Or something like that. It means some oh, dedicated okay. period of time. That is what Kung Fu means. And because martial arts needs dedication, so it also means a martial art. We're still using it yes. nowadays. Modern Chinese, yes. we still use Kung Fu for two meanings. One is martial art, another is for some period of time or okay. practice. Yeah. So Gong so means practice. when people take... Uh, so I just because we have uh, just a few more minutes, I'd love to just get a sense for us uh, and the audience what happens when they take the the fourteen week course. What are they learning, yeah. and can just total novices, people with no experience at all, really learn yeah. online? Is that real? And yes, yes. will that be something they can continue to practice on their own? And what kind of results would you have? What have you heard from some of your students? I mean, you've got so many of them. You've been teaching all over the world yeah. for so long. So I'm asking <laughs> okay. just a few examples. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, well, this 14 weeks is consists of, of course, 14 weeks. Because in Jing, we have 12 uh, exercises. So each week we're going to focus on teaching teaching one, on, which is on Saturday. Then all the okay. following days you're practicing on that. And also that one cycle is also one of the meridian. So you work on one, okay. like the first one, nice. you work on your lung and also the emotional, physical things, emotional things, sadness. You want to transform the sadness into you know, all this griefness, into kindness. Yeah. How uh, we have a special Beautiful. breathing also every day called Xi breathing. The Xi breathing is very advanced, but also it goes to everybody right away. Yeah, I have some people who yes. are very experienced meditator for 20 yes. years. He's, after Xi breathing, he said, my God, I've never meditated so deep. It's because that mm. special breathing make his insightness going deeper. So every Saturday we learn something new. Then from Sunday to the following Friday, we practice every day half an hour. The same thing. Saturday, then <laughs> Sunday to Friday, practice. Deepen your uh, practice and also making the big connections of your connected tissues, your organs, and your awareness about your emotions, all everything. So one a week until the last week. So like the 40 weeks, you make your empowerment of organs and transformation of organs, everyone individually, one after another. Then the beginning week is the introduction week. The last week is the review week. So we have 40 weeks altogether. That's how it is structured. Yes. And, yes. And, and afterwards, yeah, and, and also I, answer, uh, I, do, uh, I do webinars every few weeks for if you have questions and then, we can uh, collectively answer the questions through webinars um, online. So it's all uh, basically a video. Is that it? It's on. It's not. It's not live, or is it live? It's pre-recorded, really, arranged in a way that every day when you uh, log in, and the one that appears here is your today's practice. Okay. Okay. So if somebody yeah. had and trouble tuning in on a Saturday, would they be able, in the morning, they would be able to see the video would be there for later or maybe even on Sunday? Yeah, oh, yes. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, once it so they can on, see the video you know, throughout archive. the week. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry? Not only the week, all the rest of the, of the days. You cannot see in advance. You cannot see Saturday. If no, not Friday, in advance, but, but you can see there, it it's daily if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can always refer back. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And just share with us a few examples. I mean, some people go to these practices because they feel motivated on a spiritual level. Some people are mm -hmm. already rather healthy and robust and well, but really appreciate the idea of receiving life force from the earth 
and you know mm-hmm. and life force from heaven and they want to be the embodiment of a higher level an optimized mm-hmm. level of well-being other people as we both know are really very ill and have been turned away by modern medicine or heavily medicated or or not getting any help at all or not enough and they're actually suffering and in pain and they've heard that qigong can really help turn that state around which we know it can and it has been doing for many years so what what have you seen with people robert who have taken the classes in this respect well uh, it it is uh, it is in different levels physical level emotional level spiritual level they can all touch and uh, and being transformed like like one of the uh, my students, he, he wrote to me, and he, he, he's like late uh, 60s, you know, he, and I mean, this is the physical story, and he, uh, along his driveway, there's a huge stone. He never thinks he's going to touch them, but one day, through the practice, and, well, let me try to move that, and he's moving it and rolling all the way to the, to the side of the road. <laughs> he amazed himself. So they make you uh-huh. physically stronger, even the strength even the strength. Then, uh, uh, well, there's another one. Actually, I think it was a, a, a testimony that said, uh, uh, when you practice Jinjing, it feels like a, a, a Star Wars Jedi and training uh-huh. minus the light sabers. Saber. It's, 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 uh, and some others feel they're much more balanced, much more control with the emotions. A... Uh, well, let me let me try to see this one. Uh, uh, has turned out to be a practice that I actually look forward to doing each day. I've tried other mindfulness practice, mindfulness practices yes. that were helpful, but I did not stick with them. For practice to be effective, one has to be actually doing it. After practicing in the morning, I feel so positive. Feel the positive mm. effect of EGD throughout the day. Then I just get addicted because it it bounces back so powerfully. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, uh, and, and, and then they begin. Yeah, yeah. They feel the sweetness of each breath after the practice. Yeah, after the yes. practice. And you don't yes. have to do too long. Yeah, half an hour. Nicely put. That's enough. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. And uh, after uh, uh, fourteen weeks, which is about three months, ninety-eight days, you can still practice on your own. Yeah. And yeah. I run a few times a year, two or three times a year. And people like to join the community because even if they've done it before, they want to repeat. Because so the community yeah. is also the one that we have cosmic circles of the chi when, like, sure. we're going to start soon. We're going to start on Saturday, the coming Saturday. Then for all yeah. those uh, 198 days, I'm going to meditate every single day, just make the global energies more holding as one. And oh, then you're yeah. more protected, yeah. And also yeah. we have uh, my assistant answering questions. Well, sometimes he yeah. cannot answer, then I'll answer. And uh, especially the breathing, the she breathing. Yeah, when we do the she breathing, we want to me bring you to your to watch your organs. So you're gonna have a, a, a pair of eyes inside your body, looking at organs, scanning on uh-huh. them and feel and heal it. Yes. And it's very healing, very, very healing, strengthening physically and also uh, quite satisfying, I have to say. Yes. Mm. Wow. Well, it really, it really sounds good. Now, there are many other levels which we're not going to go into now of the Qigong practice and what happens when you bathe the sinews and the tendons, the whole body, the fascia, in the richness of the flow of chi, and there are, you could say, energetic and spiritual levels that sort of don't reveal themselves until you've gone down that path with time, you know, the kung fu of it, mm. if you will. <laughs> and that, that, that's, that'll be, but we're going to do another interview and we'll touch upon that. But for now, let's okay. just put one foot in front of another and then one foot next to another and, uh, you know, do this initial practice. That's what I think 
is mm-hmm. best for people yeah. and not to overwhelm mm-hmm. people with the vastness of your experience, which is so so rich and um, informing. So, uh, Robert, it's on Panos. It begins on this Saturday? Yes, it's begun Saturday. And so... Uh, yeah, we, we have two more days to do the registration, and Saturday we're going to start. On Saturday, uh, early morning, we're going to release our um, the first teaching class, which is about 120 minutes, Saturday. Yeah, every Saturday is the teaching day. Yeah, and uh, but it's on it but it's on video but it's on video because. I, I, I want to be there, but you can watch it any other time. Yeah, any other time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm going to catch it mm. Saturday night. <laughs> but um, mm. no, you don't. I, have to. <laughs> this is just, you know, I'm so glad that you are uh, making this available using the modern methods of teaching online, so you can reach people all over the world. It's just fantastic, and we have a listening audience in different parts of the world, Australia and Mexico uh, and uh, Europe, you know, South Africa, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, all of you are included in uh, Robert's yeah. uh, class here and being part of a better world's family and community. So, Robert, mm-hmm. I this has been just so rich, again, hearing you and your sharing with us the the power of this practice from a healing point of view, from a a maturing point of view and reviving and keeping alive, I should really say, the wisdom of uh, the discoveries of the ancient Taoists and Buddhists and uh, keeping Mm -hmm. the practices alive. So for that, I'm just so appreciative of what you've been doing. Thank you, Thank you. It's utterly my pleasure. Thank you you again, Mm -hmm. Robert. And we'll have you on again for taking it further, okay? Is that all right with you? All right. Sure, of course. Yeah. Happy to be with you. Very good. Thank you. And how. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Robert Pang is just, as I said, a, a formidable master. Master. And the meaning of that word shows up in his classes. And I know because I've been there. I've spent, you know, weekend intense retreats with him. I've been with him a number of times over the past 10 years. And it's just very uplifting. It's very grounding at the same time. And for myself, those of you who know me for many years know that I teach a form of, there are many, many different forms of Qigong. And I teach one primarily called uh, The Marriage of Heaven and Earth. And I combine it with uh, some of my communications work around what we call therapeutic theater, which has to do with standing in someone else's shoes and understanding the world from their point of view. Uh, it's, a, it's an empathy development practice. And God knows, it's truly my belief that once we get infused with the magnificence of chi, with the life force itself, and then we take a moment to experience the world from someone else's point of view that we are close to, either in intimate relationship or in family or in business relationship or whatever, uh, people who are suffering. And we can relate to their experience. Then we have an entirely different worldview Ours becomes expanded. Our hearts open, as Robert talked about the second Dantian in the heart space. And we become a richer, more mature human being. And isn't that our goal? To live according to the virtues and to live a life of beauty, fun, integrity, love? Well, we know the answer to this. We know the answer. So... With all that in mind, I want to just invite you all to join. Uh, Robert has priced this in a way that is really quite affordable for pretty much everyone. And uh, it's 14 weeks. It's a discipline. It takes some time, and it's time, as he was describing, people actually love putting in. 
to the practice because they feel good. They get into what we sometimes call in Western athletics the zone. You get into the zone. You are uh, producing endorphins. Your brain hemispheres are becoming coherent. Your heart hemispheres are becoming coherent, as we discussed in the world of heart math. Your chief field itself is becoming enriched and deepened, and you are broadcasting, no pun intended, from your Dantian, as as Robert was describing, your vitality level just starts going through the roof. It just You learn how to connect with Mother Earth, uh, the source of so much of our chi that moves through our meridians, in through our kidneys, and up through all the rest of our meridians. Um, so it's a longevity practice. You could say it's an anti-aging practice, it's a beautification process and practice, and it's a heartening, humanizing practice. So when you combine all of those and get these benefits that Robert has been helping people realize inside themselves for so long, and that happens within 14 weeks, the as he was describing, kung fu of it, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot, and I'm, I'm grateful to have Robert on the show today, and I hope you all decide to uh, take him up and me up on the offer. Just again, go to abetterworld.tv, and right there, just click through. It says register here, and um, click through, and voila, you will be able to join in on this international global experience of building, by the way, a collective field together. And as Robert said, people who have taken the classes in the past want to be part of the community because in the Buddhist view, we use the word sangha, the field and community of practitioners helps everyone along the path. We support each other's chi field, our own level of attainment, if you will, of self, I don't like the word perfection, but self-evolving is a better word, a self-development energetically and vibrationally. So, wow, I so enjoyed speaking with Robert and hearing again of his past experience with that uh, Shaolin monk who was tending to the uh, the heating system in his village. I mean, God, what a story. It's just remarkable. And he and our dear friend Rafi Nasser wrote a book about this, and you can find that on Robert's website, uh, so robertpang.com. So make sure to visit that as well. So with that, I want to just remind you that we have services available here of personal coaching and counseling and executive coaching and counseling and consulting as well as biofeedback and stress management using very sophisticated uh, software program that that uh, reads energy fields and helps to balance them out. It works really hand-in-hand with the Qigong, quite honestly. And I've been doing both for uh, my students and clients for many, many years. So it's uh, in harmony with all that we've been talking about for today's show. Remember that we are a 501c3. That is, for those of you not in the United States, a nonprofit organization. So your donations to us help us stay alive and sustained and to do all of the work that we do. So on that note, Remember, just visit us at abetterworld.tv, become part of our family, get into the newsletter, and you can also visit mitchellrabin.com, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L, two L's, R-A-B as in brilliant, I-N.com for some of the counseling and healing services. So on that note, just thank you, thank you. And forward this to your friends and family, some of whom might actually be in some pain or debilitated in some way. And there have been, you know, truly powerful recoveries and healings that have happened when people learn to connect to the earth in this ancient particular way and to the sky and uh, with each other. So we've got the horizontal and the vertical. 
And what can I say? But magic happens. So on that note, thanks again. This is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World, and I look forward to seeing you all next week.